You know, these may not be the end days, but they'll certainly do until the end days get here. I will say this, man. I am very amazed that you decided to, you know, let, and I hate to bring this up again, but I have to like, go dead weight from the old show and do this show instead. It's a lot better now. It, it's, it's miles ahead of what it was before. We've only just begun. Is this a human talking? Because you sound like a robot. I am. I'm kind of like a robot. I, I'm not. I wouldn't be mad if you sounded like a robot. I would think that was incredible. Uh, I can go for over $1,000 a pound. That's you was be really bad. being ripped off. I can get you that much. Well, it, 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 not necessarily. And welcome to a brand new life to a brand new Welcome to a brand new life, to a brand new day, all the way from the wastelands of California. I am Michael. I'm the host and producer of this amazing program. I look forward to once again serve you those sounds of salvation. We are here. We are live. We are ready to dance. Normally, you could find the show live on a Saturday night at 7.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time. On the TuneIn Radio app, search in the days. First-time listeners, turn on, tune in, and drop out. This is a different kind of show, a place where we don't feel so alone. Let us chase away the light no matter what you at home choose to believe. I do admire you for your curiosity. As you know, it's not Saturday. It's Tuesday. What am I doing here? What are you doing here? Regardless... I'm happy you're here, so don't be shy, come on in, join me as we take another journey inside our minds here, buy the ticket, take the ride, it's another special edition of End of Days, the Michael Deacon program, thanks again for being here, live and direct with me, 14 episodes in so far, these are familiar waters, it feels like I've been here before, it's a good feeling right? As you know, I took a little break this weekend. I really needed it. Things were a little chaotic the past few weeks here. Without having to fan the flames, the threat has been reported. Everything's good. Things are being taken seriously out here. 
We will see what happens, but I'm not going to talk about that too much. Everything works out in the end. Now, I did want to mention something out, out here, out in the great desert. As you know, there is a strange object in the sky a few nights ago, and I took photos of that. And there were also reports of calls made out to, I believe, the Palm Springs area, Desert Hot Springs area, about some sort of mysterious light in the sky. Don't you think it's kind of funny that people were calling in for that sort of thing? The police can't help you with that. I just thought it was kind of funny that someone out there cared enough to tell me about that story. So I thank you very much. It's true. People of uniform do listen to this program. They listen to it quite a bit. I'm always surprised. And before I even get into anything else here, I, I do want to mention I will be joined by a very special guest this evening. The great Sue Young will grace us with her presence in a matter of time here. Bear with me. If you don't know who that is, wow, you need to get on it. You really need to get on it. She is extremely popular, especially right now. She's created quite a buzz for herself on the internet, which is a good thing. That's the sort of thing you want. And of course, she's from Florida, and all of our regular listeners already know I always talk about Florida here on this program, for better or for worse. And I've gotten quite a bit of heat over it in the past. Oh yes. Lots of emails come in. People so angry at me for saying the news that comes out of Florida. How is it my fault? Did I do that? I don't think so. I'm just reporting the news here. I'm sorry you get offended. I just think it's interesting to talk about the mishaps of Florida every now and then. You got the Zika virus. You got people smoking synthetic marijuana out there. Dropping like flies. I see Max Cole in the chat room now. He's also someone that almost dropped like a fly recent, well not recently, a while back, right Max? Yep, there I go again. Using Max as an example, the sacrificial lamb. I'm sorry. I have sinned once again. <laughs> oh yeah. But yes, she's from Florida. Great wrestler. Look her up. I'm going to be talking to her in a matter of minutes here. And a quick shout out to all of you out there who are listening to this live. And of course, those who are listening to the quote-unquote podcast version of this program, I really do wish you people could call in and hang out with us here. This is a call... What was that? Someone's talking in my ear. No, don't worry, don't worry. You can't hear them, but they're bleeding through here. And yes, I, I see that. Now that number is 760-332-8947. That's the only number I will be answering tonight. And of course, if you're on Skype, that's end of days Mike, end of days Mike, with the letter Y in Mike, and not the letter I. So if you want to talk to me here for a moment, please feel free to do so, 760-332-8947, or end of days Mike on Skype. Go ahead if you want to. I'm not sure if anyone actually wants to at this moment here, but there it is. You're always welcome to call in, don't forget. This is, in fact, a caller-driven show. Always keep that in mind. Never forget. Now I'm getting asked here if if that's true. If I'm getting some sort of report here from police officers in that area. Well, that's true. I am. As I said, lots of people listen to this show, and I'm always surprised. Always surprised. 
I also want to give a big shout out to all those Canadians in the house right now. Lots of Canadians listen to this show live. That's always badass. Yep, I'm clicking around. I'm sorry. I'm looking at all the, all the people logged in from overseas. I'm always tripped out about that. It's crazy. And of course, this brings me to another pressing issue here. Jimmy Snuka. Do you remember now? He was on my celebrity death pool list. He's gone. Gone with the wind, folks. Just like that. Rest in peace to him and his family. It's a terrible thing. Always a terrible thing. It's never easy to see that sort of thing, especially if you loved pro wrestling as a kid. It's always weird to see the people that you watched growing up just die off like that. Where are the rowdy wrestling fans at? Well, I think most of them reside on Twitter. They don't really go around hanging out in chat rooms here. Of course, there is a chat room if you want to hang out with other listeners right now like yourself over at endofdaysradio.org. Go and hang out with a few of the regular listeners. Always a good time. Never a bad time. And I do want to quickly mention here, next Saturday I will be doing a live show with James Gesso and Gary the Mad Martian. Can you believe it? Gary's back. That's going to be fun. Of course, you already know what we're going to be talking about, as you predicted that. Of course. How can we not? Of course, that's going to be around 10 o'clock when we have Gary the Mad Martian on. Don't miss that one. And of course, James Gesso, another... Another fine gentleman, I think, you know, there's a lot to talk about with him. Too much to talk about here. I don't even have enough time to mention all these things. And yes, you are the regulars out there in the chat room. It's always good to see those familiar usernames. Special shout out to you guys. You guys are great. Special shout out to those on Twitter. You guys are also amazing, of course. And if you want to listen to Past shows here, of course, go to endofdaysradio.org or on YouTube. Go ahead. All of that is there. Don't miss out on that. Looking at the time here, and I believe, believe it's time to bring on our only guest, Sue Young. Hold on, let's see what happens here. Oh, I might have her muted here. Hold on one second there. I'm sorry about that. Okay. All right, there we are. I had you muted. I'm, my bad. Can you hear me now? Okay, perfect. Well, welcome to the program. I'm glad you're here. And, you know, I really do wish we could have been recording when we first talked. That was amazing, by the way. <laughs> but of course, you know, that kind of, that sort of conversation wouldn't be able to air here without people getting rubbed the wrong way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it might be, it might be a little too much for some of our audience members to hear. Uh, yes. A couple of F-bombs being dropped. <laughs> yeah, it was it was pretty wild. And like I told you, <laughs> I'm not surprised hearing about any of those things. That validates everything. And, of course, we'll move on from that now. Um, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the program. It's, I'm excited to have you here. It's been a while. I've been looking forward to this for, like I said, a while now. And you're finally here. Thank you guys for having me and reaching out to me. I always like interacting with, you know, the world, I guess. And I've been a little bit more open to talking now. I, I was quiet for a long time, but 
I think right now it's a pretty cool time to open up a little more. Yeah, very true. By the way, how are you? Is everything going good? You're drama-free, right? Yes, everything's great. I am loving life. Wrestling's been amazing, and I've never felt so much love in my life. (laughs) Nice. Now, this is your first rodeo here on the program. Do you mind walking me through your background just a little bit here? Walk us down memory lane. Sure. Uh, I was born um, a cancer. I started loving what I do at a very young age because my father would put it on the TV all the time. And ever since I've known in my life, that's, you know, what came on TV when Monday nights or, you know, certain nights of the week, Friday, sometimes Thursday, like wrestling with show. And mm-hmm. I never really thought anything about it. Like, I, I thought this was normal, you know. I thought everyone watched wrestling. No, it wasn't, especially if you were a girl. And I, you know, fell in love with it where I just wanted to do it. It was my passion and it makes me feel great. I trained in Memphis wrestling under Bill Dundee and Kevin White. Then not too long after that, I got picked up with FCW. And then not too long after that, I was released because, uh, you know, I was very young at the time and I wanted to see how far I can take this. So I went out on my own and I wrestled on the independent scene, and now I'm here with you guys. (laughs) Awesome. And going back in time here once again, do you remember the first time you were corrupted by pro wrestling? When exactly was it? Were you watching this on TV or? Yeah, that's what it was, right? You were watching it on television. What do you mean by corrupted? Like, do you mean like, like the moment where I was like, what is going on? Or like the moment where I first started it, like the first thing I saw. The first time you started it, but of course, corrupted has its double meaning. Sometimes good, sometimes <laughs> bad. So I was going to say, if you wanted to talk about like the part where I was like, what is going on? It was probably like when May Young birth to a hand. That probably was like, whoa, <laughs> as a child. But the first thing I remember was like watching like uh the the wars, like Monday Night Wars with WWF and WCW. Right. And mm-hmm. my aunt, my Aunt Diana they would travel a lot and they would order the pay-per-views her my uncle Larry and they watched it with uh, my cousins and they would send my dad the tape afterwards and we'd watch it and I'd watch it over. It was weird because it's like what I do now. Like I just watched the tape over and over and over again, just like, like just mesmerized. And I want to say like, uh, Halloween Havoc WCW from 1997 or eight, one of the two. That I was just obsessed with, where it, it turned my life around. And it wasn't through a friend or family member who exposed you to pro wrestling, or like I said, did you just find this on your own? Uh, my dad was the one who did, because he was the one who turned it on the TV. And ah, okay. That's so, what we watched. And mm. like growing up, my cousins would actually like wrestle around with me too, and put me in like figure four leg locks. Those those hurt. You don't <laughs> realize those hurt. That's so funny. They have bony shins. By the way, if it wasn't for wrestling, what would you be doing? Um, that's a really tough question for me to answer because I, this is all I ever wanted to do. <laughs> yeah, well, this is your I dream, mean, of course. I, there's endless possibilities and I could, I could do anything, but I never really thought of it. Like, I know it's not smart to ha- like not have a backup plan, but my thing was, I, I want to do everything. So if I know a little bit about something, at least I have some sort of knowledge in it to where I can you know, keep growing if I wanted to. Like, I feel like I have, like, 
little investment seeds and everything. And the one that I water more is the one that's going to grow more. So I've been just putting all my water in my wrestling pot and seeing how high this plant can grow. <laughs> Sometimes that happens. Now, you grew up in Seattle, correct? Uh, I was born in Seattle, but I, um, I grew up in the Tri-Cities in Washington State. And then that's when like, you decided Paso, to... Paso, Lake, Richland area. Mm-hmm. And then later, that's when you decided to move to Memphis, right? Uh, Yeah, after high school, I did. And what was that for your parents? What were their reaction for that? Were they surprised that you wanted to actually pursue this? Um, My my mom and my sister and my brother were kind of really taken aback, and, you know, they didn't really expect it. Uh, My dad was the one kind of like, saw it coming not really so it was it was unexpected but at the same time it wasn't like out you know out of realms of possibility of something I could or couldn't do because I I I'm a wild child pretty much and I hear you I do anything that I would want to do like I put my mind to for sure so you definitely had their support right <laughs> kind of my dad definitely bit. my dad always supported me my mom loved me and she always supports me in anything but she didn't really see what I saw until she got to see me live wrestle like last year. Oh. And she finally looked at me and told me one of the like coolest things that I've ever been told by my mom. So she was hooked. <laughs> Which was, now I understand. So she got hooked as soon as she saw you, right? She was like, Oh my daughter, look at her. Yeah, like she she didn't like the expectation of, you know, what what she thought and what was going on with bunch of different things like that like it it was uh it was crazy it sounds crazy and by the way i've always contemplated oh my god oh what happened oh my god i'm sorry i didn't mean to interrupt i have smackdown on and mickey james is on tv right now really jesus i I thought somebody was breaking into your your apartment or house there no 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 i just got really excited because i just saw mickey james on tv she hasn't been on. She's back on TV. I was gonna say she. Amazing. Yeah, I was right gonna now. say she hasn't been on television in quite some time. Yeah, like uh, she did NXT, but now she's on SmackDown. Really? Yeah, this is so cool. Sorry, I don't. I didn't mean to be that way. No, but no. I love this. This is awesome. I don't. You don't need to apologize. This is the the love coming out in you that everyone out there <laughs> can finally hear a bit of your soul coming out to say hello. But yes. Whoa, this is gonna be nuts. What's going on? I but what's happening in the ring? Yeah. Wrestling's so cool now. I love it. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't mean to distract you okay. from the question. I just got really excited. No, it's it's totally fine. I <laughs> I forgot there was wrestling going on. I thought it was over already by now. Yeah, now it's over. So you have my undivided attention. Okay, nice. <laughs> Don't worry. It's all good. I, I think people like that sort of thing when everything doesn't go according to plan. Those are the best moments. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, that was a, that was fantastic. Don't worry. I was I was just gonna mention <laughs> that you know I've always loved pro wrestling and at one time I've even wanted to get in the business and at one time maybe even be a manager like Jim Cornette. Maybe I could steal his gimmick with with the tennis racket. I'll ask him personally. What would, what would like the modern day tennis racket be? The modern day tennis racket would be like a kendo stick. Oh! Don't you think? That would be pretty sweet. 
Yes. Yeah, so you or know, like uh, a baseball bat. A, yeah. I think baseball bats are cool. Like Mick Foley. Mick Foley. Yeah, Cactus Jack. Do you love? Well, Do Love never came in with a barbed wire bat. Well, I wish he did. He would, or he should have. <laughs> I mean, that would have been. If it did, it would be like rainbows of sunshine around the baseball bat. That'd be of love. Yes, but you know, going back to Memphis, Tennessee, well, let's talk oh, yeah. a little bit about your time there and what you experienced with, with the great folks out there. Um, I mean, I got away with not speaking English for like two or three years, so it was pretty cool. Like Jimmy Snuka. <laughs> yeah, it was a different terrain of uh land that I never explored before, and when I went there, you know, everyone's really cool in Tennessee. I I really love everybody. And, but it's weird because I'm a Northwest girl. So it, it, it I'm, a, I'm weird to them. And it's only because I'm very, you know, like how they would portray in the movies of what they would expect, like someone from California to be like, they're like, you, oh, you say this and that a lot, this and that. Or they'll look at me and judge me by, you know, what I do or what I look like and stuff. But the biggest judgment was just, you know, if I didn't say anything, most people thought I didn't speak English. I like, see. I was like, oh, well, you know, they do go stereotype, so it's okay, I guess. <laughs> People in the chat room were asking if you were Japanese. Oh, it's either Japanese or Chinese. It's never, ever any other. There's Korean people out there, you know. There's, like, I know, Vietnamese right? people, Lao, <laughs> Thai, Cambodian. But, no, it's either Japanese or Chinese. Which one are you? <laughs> are you Asian? Yes. That, that's what people want to, you know, basically say. Yes. Well, I mean, just say it then, if that's what you want to say. I don't know why people would hold back from saying what they really want to say. Well, I, can't, I find yeah. that a waste of words. Yeah, there's some people that say things that, well, some people talk very recklessly, I should say. That is very true to this day, especially in this day. I'm sure you've been around that. <laughs> I feel like everyone goes around that. I mean, you could just walk down the street and just, you know, experience that. Definitely. and. Um, in Memphis, your, your time there, I know you weren't with your, you didn't have the undead bride gimmick going on then. You were more of like a happy-go-lucky baby face dancing around, right? No, I, I was a mail order bride actually. <laughs> During those times? Yeah, when I first debuted, I was my, my trainer, Kevin White's manager, and everyone thought we were actually married, which was really weird. That must have been strange. The, the, the story angle, or whatever you want to call it, really, in the beginning of my story, uh, I was a mail order bride, an internet mail order bride, where they flew me in, and I was there to, uh, make my trainer happy. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Th- that's horrible. And then, uh, there, there was a time, um, a very, very, Smart man, which blows my mind. There's two people that told me to do this. And it's so similar to what I'm doing now, but not really. They wanted me to do the kabuki makeup when, earlier when I was really young. And I did it for a little bit for them to try it out and see what they liked. And a lot of people liked it, but the, like, half the time I didn't really have the resources to the type of paint that I needed and the, the things I needed for it, and I didn't have the money like that. So it was right. really difficult to have an upkeep with, you know, all the makeup and all the all the things you need for that type of uh, character, I guess you can say. But it was uh, the guy, I, I don't know if, like, a lot of people can, 
if I use his old name, but he goes on TV as Dub Coulter. That was one. Oh. And then the other guy is Derek King. And he's an amazing person and great, like, so phenomenal Dutch, wrestler. Dutch I, told you that, he huh? He should have been everywhere. Such a phenomenal, great person. Wow. Amazing. Yeah. And he saw that before a lot of people did, like, before and now. Like, he saw that way back then with me. That's so, actually pretty, you yeah. know, it, there's been cool. a lot of influences with a lot of things, but yeah, it's, it's a crazy thing. Like crazy, crazy stuff happens there. It, it really it's a is. a little black hole of, uh, of like 80s wrestling still, but there's so many current wrestlers there that are so good that they get stuck in that circle because they can't branch out because it's, it's a really rough area. I wish a lot of people would note of what goes on in like the Tennessee area because there's a lot of cool people there. Isn't there like isn't there like wrestling like almost every day there? No, not as much as there used to be. There used to be a lot of wrestling, but not. I wish, but you know, like I said, when people are used to seeing certain types of wrestling, but the niche crowds are like, what's going on nowadays? Like it's it's mixed there. There's some people that love the you know old school. Uh, free birds, you know. Sure. Good old times. And then there's people there that love the PWG and the movement of art is wrestling. And it, it's really hard to cater to something in that area because you, you really don't know what you're going to get or who's going to show up. You just have to take that chance. But it's hard to get out of there when, you know, it's still held on by the people that don't want it to change. Ah, okay. I see. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. politics and everything. Yeah, it's a really interesting area. I love it. I I think that, you know, a lot of people don't really pay attention to it because there's not really anything that people would think is noteworthy that was coming out of there, but there actually is a lot of cool stuff there. It's a great and music a scene, cool by the way. There's a lot of cool people. There's good music that comes out from there. I'm sorry, say what? I said there's great music that comes out from that area. There is great music, and... They have a great underground like rock scene there that's so amazing that I love. There's a band called Casino that plays around out there in that area that I just love and they're actually fans of this program. So shout out to them. Heck yeah. Yeah, I love Casino. Shout out. Yeah, look look up look <laughs> them up one day. Casino. Great, great musicians. And um so you had a great time in Memphis. You learned quite a bit. You paid your dues well, per se. Mm-hmm. I, I I went through a lot. And kind of see that, you know, not a lot of people would go through. A lot of people would quit, but I, I don't know. Maybe I'm, you know, there's some people that, you know, just don't know when to quit. And with wrestling, I'm, I'm kind of like that. You're passionate. I don't know when to quit. That's good though. <laughs> you, you kind of need that drive to go to the top in that, in this sort of business. It's either the drive or the stupidity. I don't know which one yet. <laughs> well, they balance themselves out eventually indeed. And, um, so <laughs> you, you, you had a great time in Memphis, like I said, and then you moved to Florida. Yeah. I got picked up by the WWE, the, uh, supporting or what? Reporting. I'm sorry, not deporting. <laughs> reporting to FCW. And what was your time like in FCW? And of course, we were talking about Florida a little bit off, off air here. And it, it's such a crazy place. And on this program, I was telling you how. I talk about Florida all the time and I get heat from some of the people out there emailing me complaining about why I'm always talking about Florida and 
And, um, they took great offense when I said that we should cut them off from the rest of, rest of the United States. And they, they got really no, mad. Man, Florida, Florida is the, okay, I absolutely, like, I love Florida. Like, it has a special, like, place in my heart, but Florida is the weirdest state. It's gotta be weird. Yeah. I, I don't hate Florida, by the way. I, I just find it, uh, I find it to be a very intriguing place where lots of, lots of interesting things seem to happen for better or for worse. I think the aliens are in Florida. You think there's aliens in Florida? Oh yeah, I think so. But the- there's way too many weird instances or, you know, different things that happen. I hope that I don't get a knock on my door right now because I'm going to cry. But, oh my. Like, I think, I think a lot of weird things happen in Florida and I wouldn't be surprised if there are aliens here. You know. Or like, mm-hmm. swamp monsters and Bigfoot. I love Bigfoot. Oh my goodness. <laughs> here on the show, we That's talk, not- yeah, here on the show, we talk about all of that, all of that sort of thing. And that, <laughs> that brings me to this question. Growing up, did you ever perhaps see any kind of strange lights in the sky or Perhaps think you might have seen something in the corner of your eye growing up, perhaps? Anything Actually, uh, paranormal? Growing up, I would see, I would sometimes see ghosts. No shit, really? For real, yeah. Uh, I remember one instance, my family, like, we bought another house right down the street from our house because our family members wanted to be on the same block. It was right. kind of cool, it's like Monopoly. And, uh, around this time, they lived there in, uh, their, we called her Matthew. Uh, she was, uh, my cousin's grandmother and she passed away. And months later, you know, we're all having a get together and I'm looking for, uh, my, like, older cousin, Yai. And I was like, Yai, where are you? Cause I was looking around and I go knock on her door and I open it to go look for her. And she's this white figure. Like, it was really weird. Because it looked like it was like a movie thing or something. I don't know. But it was a white figure. And then it looked at me. And I couldn't make out a face. But you can tell the fe- like the facial features. And then it looked to the closet. And it ran directly into the closet. Wow. Freaked me out. I immediately walked out. And I looked. And I said, I can't be in this house right now. Because it's not okay. And I don't know why. I just felt like I was invading something. So I left. Wow. To go back home. Yeah, that's pretty yeah, crazy. Yeah, it was really weird. Like, you know, when you feel like with, you're not comfortable around somebody, of like course. I got that vibe, like they're yeah. like, no, like, mm-hmm. like you're not supposed to be here kind of thing. And I was like, okay, I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah. You get that feeling that, that intuition, that intuitive yeah, feeling inside. I, I do inside. have a weird like intuition thing too. Cause like when I link up with somebody or like when I'm, when I'm close with somebody, I can like, like I, I can, I know exactly what's going on. Like, um, I've caught like, I'm like, hey, did you just go to a place like this? And they're like, how did you know? Or like, I can see it sometimes. It's really weird, but it's a weird bond I have with a lot of my friends and family and, uh, including my fiance. Like, we have a weird bond like that too. I'm sure you can even predict when you know someone's gonna like text you or call you, right? Yeah, kinda. Or like, uh, if Mm -hmm. they're thinking about me, I'll message them right on the spot and be like, hey, I hope (laughs) you're doing good. And they're like, oh my god, I was just thinking about you. Like right now, I was just thinking about you. Yeah, I, I talk like, I, about that sort of thing uh, on the program. I have that myself. It, it's kind of that's crazy. It's really weird. Yeah, it's it's something that I've been doing for quite some time and just completely um never second guessed it anymore. Really, all my yeah, friends. Me yeah, I just 
It's natural. Do it. Right. <laughs> yeah. My friends and family, they're so used to it. And I remember at first they would freak out about it. But now it's just like any other thing. Yeah. I don't even know if that's called or what it is or like, I don't know if it's just like a spiritual connection to them. But I think that's so cool. Like I have that in wrestling too. In wrestling, there's some girls that I just have that connection with that like no matter what, everything's going to be okay because we know each other like the back of our minds kind of. Yeah, and you trust each other and you kind of already know where things are going. And by the way, um, if you ever have time, look up someone named Rupert Show Drake. I'll send you a link, by the way, but he talks about that sort of thing, the whole phone telepathy type thing. Whoa. Yeah. I don't know, because I get scared really easily. I know that sounds weird. You get scared really easily? I didn't even easily? say that on the air like that, because I don't want anyone to know. I feel like a dork now, but... That's I okay. Get, don't worry. I get spooked easily sometimes. You get spooked <laughs> easily? With, with that gimmick of yours, you get spooked easily? I know, I know, I know, but I do get spooked really easily. Like, like... I'm quick to be like, no, 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 we're done talking about that. We're done. No, <laughs> I don't want to hear it because I can't. I Sometimes I just can't because I get too spooked or like if we're in a sketchy area or something, I get spooked so easily. So it's you're weird. Are, are you a fan of horror movies at all? I am. I am. I love them. But, nice. I just, <laughs> but you get scared. Yeah. I don't know how to explain it. I'm either okay. in fight or fear when it comes down <laughs> to like when you're trying to scare me and. I, that's why I encourage no one to ever try and do that. Otherwise, it's, it's not a good look for me or you. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. So, um, <laughs> y- your time at FCW, wh- what happened there? Wh- what was going on there? What did you learn from there and how did it all come to an end? You know, it, like, when I wrestled in the Tennessee area, there wasn't really a lot of gold, so we didn't really have a gold locker room. So I actually got to learn what it's like to be in a girl locker room when I was there. And I got to learn how to cooperate with everybody and, you know, like, like, kind of like a different style of wrestling and different platform of wrestling that was so, like, legit. Like, I feel like it was, like, I was learning basic math when they were trying to teach me, you know, geometry and algebra at the same time. And I was like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. You know what I mean? Like, whoa. So... In a way, a blessing in disguise of me being released not too long after that was pretty cool because, like, I wouldn't be where I'm at now and I wouldn't know all the cool people I do and experience all the cool things I did and learn the way I do and become who I am without all, you know, the hardships. Of course, of course. And during your time at FCW, that's when you really, um, is, is this when you basically started, I guess you can say, coming to this realization of this is your dream and, and you're going to have to do whatever it takes to make it happen? No, I, I knew that, like, from the beginning. It was, when I went to FCW, I learned to be confident in myself and to, like, if I, I guess if I'm I saying, this, I guess okay. I'm, I guess I'm saying after you left, you weren't, you weren't broken by that experience. No, obviously. no, no, no. It, I mean, it sucks because sure. everybody's, like, the coolest ever, yeah. you know what I mean, but mm-hmm. like, at the same time, you can't be like, it, it's probably the coolest ever when you don't really know, like, what else is out there, and I was only exposed to, like, the Mid-South area of wrestling when I did Indies, and I was, when I was watching wrestling, I only knew WWE and TNA. I didn't really know, like, 
bunch of independent things the way I do now. Like, I, I learned all of that once I left. And it opened my eyes up even more to the side of wrestling I never saw before. And it made me love wrestling even more. And that's probably the reason why I am the way I am now. <laughs> that's not necessarily a bad thing, I would have oh, to say. Oh, no, never, never. <laughs> Unless you don't like wrestling, then maybe you might have a little bit of a surprise. <laughs> yeah, so I have a, a couple more random questions here before we carry on. Uh, I know you have to somewhat watch what you eat and try to stay healthy. Um, what exactly is your opinion on salads? That That's a question from several people in um, Twitter. What's my opinion on salad? Yeah, on salad. Salad? Like a lettuce salad? Yeah. Or like uh, like just salads? Really? This is the question. This was a question. This was a question. Not even, not only was this from one person, this was by multiple people. I kid you not. And you know. I love this question. By the way, even staying on that subject, um, my, now that we're talking about salads, uh, I'll take it even further. Um, do you like cereal? I love cereal. See, then we're not so off then. We're, we're doing great here. These are good questions then. Yeah, I love, hey, look guys, honestly, if I can eat it, I'm gonna try it. And I love food. I, I don't really have any, you know, like, no, I don't like that. It, the only things I can't eat are citrus and pork because I'm allergic to it. I can't eat pork And either. I would love to eat bacon every day. I wish I could, but I can't. Is it that bad that you can't eat bacon? I'm, yeah, aler- I'm allergic to pork too, but I weird. I could eat a like, little bit it of makes bacon. Me really sick. Oh shit, really? Yeah, it sucks. I don't know. I think maybe it's just you know the way my genes are, or like the way my body is. But I I can't eat citrus either. It it makes my tongue swell up, and I sound like Mike Tyson. You know, I like I like cereal, but I'm I'm like lactose. But Dang. milk doesn't oh. milk doesn't really do that with me if I'm eating like cereal. But if I'm like, uh, I guess, like a, like a milkshake, that will ruin me for sure. Dang. So you can't even enjoy one of the, one of my favorite combinations, cereal and ice cream. No, I could have cereal and ice cream. That, that's all good. I could you have can? this. Yeah, I could have that, but I don't know why. That's the best combination. If, if you're ever like, oh man, I just don't know what I want. Cereal and ice cream. So. Cereal and ice cream. That's a new one. I've never tried that. What kind yeah, of? Yeah, it's what, the best. Uh, what, what it's kind like your of cereal? Own it's, I like um, chocolate mm-hmm. ice cream and peanut butter cereal. Nice. That's amazing. That sounds good. What What about cereal? What's your favorite cereal? What are we rocking here? Of all time? Yes, of all time. I can never turn down a bowl of cinnamon toast crunch. Mm. I love- wow. You know, you just named my my all time favorite cereal there. It's cinnamon. Hitting home runs. It's cinnamon crunch, and it's also. I bet everyone loves cinnamon toast crunch. Though. I, it's so good. Do you remember Waffle Crisp? Yes. That was the shit right there. That was the bomb right there. Oh my god. Yes. Did it have the wolf on the package, right? Mm-hmm. You know that wouldn't even last two days. That thing would what? get. I said that thing wouldn't even last two days in this house. That thing would get gone. I don't know. I don't really remember cereal boxes very well. Except for one, the, what is it? The one bear that looked really tired with the blue hat on. Hey, what is that? It was like a, it was like a weird cereal. It was like, a, it was like a brown, crispy cereal crisp. Oh, you're talking about so, golden crisp. 
Would it be Chris? Yeah, it's with the bear with the blue hat on. Yeah, the bear looked like he was like blitzed out of his mind. And you're, <laughs> you're like, this cereal's got to be great. <laughs> and then you eat it and you're like, damn. And you either really like it or you don't like it at all. And I remember as a kid, I was the only one who liked the cereal. In the chat room. And my mom would buy it, but my brother and sister would not eat it. They'd go straight for Lucky Charms. And I was eating this like, damn, this is so good. (laughs) Dairy is the devil, by the way. And people are suggesting that I drink soy milk or hemp milk. And, you you know, I I do drink that sort of thing. I, I do like soy milk. But what I've noticed, though... Is when I'm, when I have that in my cereal, it, it really makes everything taste a little bit different, don't you think? It kind of sours the I mean, taste uh, ever so slightly there. Yeah, I, I don't know, I guess it's gotta be like what I'm in the mood for when I wanna eat that, like, the cereal. For a little while I was getting like, uh, almond milk. Yeah, almond milk is good. Flavors and stuff, yeah. Mm-hmm. I like almond milk, that's pretty good. It's pretty healthy. I try that in my coffee. Why why do people say dairy is the devil? Because people are allergic to dairy. So. Oh, mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be like a, like, because in a way, I don't really like drinking milk because of the aspect of the way they get the milk, where they, they basically steal mm-hmm. the insides of, of a cow <laughs> and give it to us. I think, I think if, it, if that was the case and they handed it, like, I wouldn't be so mad, but... Now they put them through machines and they just get treated horribly. I hate it. Yeah, that's true. What what are your what are your favorite foods, by the way? Since we are on the subject here, my favorite food. Yes. Um, I love Italian food. Um, my fiance makes like my favorite dish, which is uh, he I like to put chicken in it, but he likes to put shrimp. It's like Alfredo pasta with like. Broccoli. And Why not both? If you can do turkey bacon, I fry that mother up and I cut it up and I pop it in there. Yeah, I love being fat. I love <laughs> gorging out, but I try not to do it very often because I know it's not good for you. I love to eat Asian food. Uh, mm-hmm. Korean barbecue is my favorite. That I sounds think, good maybe. right now. Yeah. I don't know. I do like I do like kabachi a lot, and I love tacos. Tacos all day long, like all day, every day. <laughs> Word. I hear ya. Also, food that could weigh like you down, though, McDonald's. heavily. You like McDonald's? Big Macs are my thing. I love Big Macs, and I love fried chicken. You could have a Big Mac every day? If I could, and it was okay, I would. I think so. I would yeah. do it in different variations, too. I'd be like, hey, can you crack an egg on it? Or like, hey, can you do this to it? Like, I would want all variations of it all day, every day. <laughs> nice. Yeah, you're you're yeah. in for the long run, then. You are definitely a yeah, fan. Yeah, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I go in on the food. Very nice. But it's hard. It's hard to be like, uh, the way with the travel schedules and stuff, it's hard to do that and that because like when you eat like that, the best thing to do is just, you know, you just want to sit down, relax, watch a TV show or play a video game or something. When you're out to go, it gets hectic. You end up well, like doing protein shakes. Yeah. Because you're just so busy. You know. Or eating a bunch of eggs. <laughs> yeah. Since we're talking about travel. Egg boys. Yeah. Since we're talking about travel and, and food and stuff, um, what exactly do you do on your downtime to, to have some fun? Are you playing Pokemon Go? Is that what you're doing? Actually, I've never played Pokemon Go. And it's weird for me to say that because I'm a huge Pokemon lover. But, like, I knew if I played that game, it's I over. would not have a life anymore. It's over? It, <laughs> it'd be game over? Yeah. You'd just be playing that nonstop? 
I would I would be playing that all day every day in your state. <laughs> It'd be so fun. I for me, I love running around. So and not I don't mean like running like oh I like to go jogging, you know. No, I mean like I'll have a drink in my hand and my phone in the other or a game system or you know a handheld game and I'll be running around like a maniac like like you shouldn't be running like you're in a panic but you're not you're having fun. That's, like, so that's my fun. <laughs> that sounds like a good time. I like to just, you know, I'm like the mask, only I don't have to have the mask. By the way, are are you into movies or, or television, anything of that nature? I love everything. I, uh, it's really weird, but like in school, I took, uh, film as literature where we watched a lot of old film, including a, a section of Alfred Hitchcock. So I have a, a soft spot for Alfred. Oh, right very there. cool. <laughs> Yeah, always a good time. And um going back into uh, wrestling now, you know, off air, I, I asked you if, you know, if coming up and even where you are today, if um you had ever clashed with other talent there. And, well, obviously, it's everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm always surprised in a way, but not always that surprised to hear of, of these kind of mishaps in, in the business, really. People that try to hold you back or people that. I, mean, I feel like, mm-hmm. I feel like that's with everything though. Yeah. Anyway. That's, that's everywhere though. Someone like that. Yeah. Oh, oh, by the way, someone's <laughs> asking, um, what's your favorite movie of all time? Sure. Uh, I, I don't have an, like an all-time favorite movie, but my the movie that I love, like I can definitely say I love more than like a lot more others, is uh the Goonies. I'm a Goonie girl. I love the Goonies. I think that movie's so amazing and it teaches you so much. And you know, it it takes you back to when you you thought like that as a child. And I try not to lose my my inner spirit, my inner child spirit as much. I hold on to that as much as possible, like Peter Pan. <laughs> Through the corruption, you try to hold on tightly there. The corruption. I always say the corruption, by the way. It's not a bad Why? thing. I just think it's a cool word to use. Oh, it scares me. Did I think something Is that scary? Is that, happen? oh, okay, I'm when sorry. You, whenever you hear something corrupt, it's like something like explodes or scary. It's a very powerful word indeed. And speaking of the Goonies, have you been, have you watched a Corey Feldman? Have you watched him dance around? No, but I, I know he has a good dancer. He, he gets down he on television. Yeah. He was dancing like Michael Jackson. It's, mm-hmm. it's pretty incredible. He, like, wasn't that crazy that there's a lot of influence by Michael Jackson like that? That's cool. It really is. And someone's asking in the chat room here, um, if I should ask you about wrestling aliens. And, you know, maybe, <gasps> maybe if you were in Japan, I'm pretty sure we could get that happen. Yes! Yeah. I want to wrestle aliens. I'm actually, do you remember, like, I want to say it was like two or three years ago when they were talking about, they found like this weird, like, spaceship kind of thing. And it landed, and it was kind of close to, I want to say Georgia. And like, in between Georgia and North Carolina, and that weekend, me, my fiance, and a couple of our other wrestling buddies were going up to, uh, uh, pro wrestling experience and we actually had that i was like yo aliens are coming down 
Mm-hmm. And they're about to change professional wrestling. Oh, my oh, God. Because can you imagine what they're going to be able to do that we can't do? Those matches are going to be sick or scary, one or the other. I'm just hoping they know it's not to the death. Like, I will give up, like, easily if a, if I saw an alien come through the curtain. <laughs> I would get counted out. I wouldn't care. I, I would want to fight one, but I also wouldn't because I'm scared. <laughs> well, that's that's definitely what I think the chat room originally wanted to know, just your opinion on on aliens, of course, but, you know, wrestling an alien, though, that would most likely be booked in Japan, for sure. Oh, man. I want to know if, I really hope so, like, wrestling in our space would be great. That would be awesome. And The wh- no-gravity concept <laughs> is, like, crazy to me. It, it's pretty wild. And, yeah. yeah. Can you imagine? Well, uh, this is something that always went through my mind. Can you, can, like, no gravity, but can you control? Because you can move yourself around. So do you think that there's going to be a way where we can just float around instead of walking? What was that? Like, instead of floating, like, freely, you're floating, like, you're moving where you want to go. Sure. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. It's it's pretty so wild imagine stuff. imagine that concept. I could see it happening. I, I could see people wrestling in, in on the moon eventually in due time. That would be so cool. I just don't want any alien interference. <laughs> we'll, we'll probably handle all of that sort of thing before we go and um, harvest the moon, <laughs> as we've been doing so for such a long time. And um, going back to the whole UFO sighting you saw out in Georgia, you know, that, that place out there, that's sort of like, I, I guess you can say sort of a hotbed for UFO sightings, too. People see all sorts yeah, of weird Florida shit out there. Too. Florida too. The That's light, another one. The light, uh, what is it called? The light orbs, like that are huge, that just be flying in the sky in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. And then I, I remember when I was younger, I saw some stuff in Washington State, but I never really thought anything of it because I was like, oh, it's the sky. This is how it always is. But I go in different areas, and the skies are so different everywhere. So it's like, oh my gosh, like legit, it's so crazy. Like you really don't know what. It's up there, or even what's down there, because there could be aliens way down below, like, the surface of the Earth that we don't even know. Of course. Like, internal aliens. Yeah, there's people that believe that, that there are bunkers around the United States, and they have alien greys inside them, captured or perhaps conducting experiments of their own down there. They need to stop experimenting on aliens, like, for real. I, I think so, too. Going back. Leave them alone. We need to stop experimenting on any other body. We, we do. If you want to experiment, go experiment on your own. Yeah. On your own body. Like like <laughs> the people in... open and look at yourself. You're good. Like, don't do it to anybody else. Like the people in, in Florida using crocodile. Well, you know, that's their own experiments, I guess. That's experimental right I, there. I, I don't understand it. I don't either. I, I just don't... I don't understand how anyone could be shooting up that's scary no none of that makes sense you don't have guys do you have tattoos by the way i don't think you do right actually i have a secret one that i got in the third grade because i got stabbed what the f you you got a tattoo in the third grade yeah man schoolyard prison rules i guess i really don't know i was just minding my own business and you're you're, i got stabbed with a pen out of nowhere and now it's there forever you are gangster i had no idea thanks man you know, I got some school yard cred. 
You do? Or however you want to call it. Jesus. I got Craig boys on me. <laughs> That's so funny. But um <laughs> let let's talk about uh your your gimmick, your current gimmick. Did you create this on your own? Yes and no. Yes and no. There's a mastermind behind this uh Sure, there there's always mm-hmm. Yeah. Someone finally gave me a chance in wrestling. And it was somebody that was very out of nowhere, unexpected and like incredibly like just full of heart. I I saw it, I understood it. And I was like, I feel this. And when they were telling me, they're like, Look, I I really believe in you and I think that you're meant to do something big. You're, you know, you, you, this is what I see. These are in my dreams. This is a vision I have. Can you do it for me? I said, absolutely. But there wasn't anything that was set in stone. Everything happened organically. The undead bride, the bloody bride, you know, everything that has happened has been on the spot, like made up, going along with the character. Like, right now, I don't really understand how it's being written or what's going on, but there is no, it's a, it's, it's just legitimately a pen, feather pen, getting dipped in ink and writing, but there's nobody controlling the pen. It's going on its own. And I, I can't really, like, go from the beginning to end of this character because I don't want to take it away from any of the viewers or anybody that's listening, you know, that wants to go watch it back. But it, it's an incredible story. And it's, I'm, I feel so blessed and so, you know, grateful that I got an opportunity like this and that I'm a part of it. Cause I feel like it kind of started something different for a lot of people. Indeed. Yeah. This is one of the better gimmicks I've seen in a, in a very long time, by the way. The undead bride gimmick. Very, very Thank great. Yeah. It's good. And. I think the internet agrees with what I told you about the green mist, like the great Muda. I love great Muda. Who doesn't? I love him. Who doesn't love him? Yeah. Fantastic. That's a, <laughs> that's a great, that's a great See, person to watch. If, if I could have an unceremonious tag team with undead Muda and myself as the undead bride that somewhere, badass. that would make me so happy. Yeah. That'd be cool. And, you know, speaking of, of your gimmick here, I did see a, a number of your matches and there was one that was pretty entertaining. It was with you and I think her name was Vita Scott. Yes. Yeah. I love that woman. Mid, midpoint of that match, you two are actually out in the crowd doing your thing. And then eventually you find both of yourselves on a mechanical bull. <laughs> Whose idea was that? That was a great spot. Um, to be honest, it was a mutual thing. Like, kind of like, great minds think alike. I saw that, she saw that, we looked at each other, and we went for it. That was that was good, though. Very entertaining. Thank you. Yeah, it was fantastic. Uh, it definitely was unexpected, but very fun. <laughs> That's how it's got to be done, though, at times. You just got to go she's with whatever is there. a very tough cookie. I love her. G- phenomenal wrestler and great person. Just full of talent. One of my favorite opponents, especially... Within the last year, like, definitely made my top five, for sure. Yeah, both of you look great out there. Both of you, I don't think you guys really messed up or anything. Everything flowed just right. Uh, there's, you know, there's just some people that, you know, well, yeah, beat on you as much as you beat on them. <laughs> sure. And it's great. 
But then, of course, you could end up wrestling someone that, like you were were saying earlier, how you could sort of read them and um, you kind of know the way everything's going to go. I'm sure you've wrestled some people that it doesn't exactly go that way as smoothly as those kind of relationships you have with others that you've worked with that you mesh so well with. I mean, in wrestling, there's so many different styles and so many different right. minds and souls and, you know, like talents that you can't really have the best of everybody. But you strive to have the best of everybody because you want to be the best you can be. And the way to do that is to perfect yourself. Well, not really perfect it, but find yourself, really. Because there's no such thing as perfect. Let's just be honest. Oh, of course, there's of not. course, yeah. Except for Mr. Perfect, Kurt Henning. Well, Rick, well Kurt Henning, that's a different did. animal. Yes. He was the perfect. Right. Did perfect you, ever. But that's it. Did you He's like, <laughs> did you see those little videos of him? Of course you the had to, right? I, I said, you. did you watch those little videos of him, like those pre-packaged things? Were, yes. Those were great, right? So good. He's so good. Him he throwing a any sport he wanted. Him throwing a football to himself. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? I love that. All of that. All of those videos were so entertaining. By the way. So good. We don't if see anything do like that, that now. now. Yeah. Do we don't so see amazing. that. We don't see that nowadays. We we don't see that no. sort of originality anymore. Really, it sucks. It's it's really like you know, it's what if if you really show your heart. And you try your hardest that you can, and you believe in yourself. You really can do anything you want. I agree. Now, um, another thing here I did want to ask you here, the whole, your whole, the whole undead bride gimmick. Do you think that would have gone over an FCW if you would have had that gimmick going on? I don't know. Really hard to say because that era wasn't really about, you know, a difference. I kind of wanted a similar pattern without it being, you know, the same. I think when, when, uh, like, Paige got there and when, you know, different girls like that got there, because it, it was very taboo to be different. Like, I would paint my nails black or I'd, I'd have designs on them and they're like, no, 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 we don't like that. We want you to look like this or be like this or, you know, do this. And, uh, it, I mean, it was a very mainstream time, I guess you can say. Compared to now. Yeah, it now, must have been different. A lot more people are more open with their heart. Cool. For sure. And going back to when wrestling was at its all-time popularity, that's when you were definitely watching as a fan. Were, were you playing any video games during this time? Absolutely. What were you playing? Um, I would always be thrown on... Like my No Mercy on N64, or I'll no go mercy. back to Super Nintendo stuff, or I'll go to like my PS2 with my Shut Your Mouth, or you know, really like just a bunch of different games that I played when I was younger, and then whatever new games are out, and then also my secret favorite weapon of all time that will always make me happy no matter what is Rumble Roses. That's my favorite video game of all time, I think. Very cool, for sure. And yes, you can watch a lot of her matches on YouTube. Um, I'm looking at the chat room here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The chat room. Yeah, there, there's a, <laughs> there's lots of, lots of your matches there. If anyone is interested or curious to know, it's all there. Oh my gosh. What happened? Oh no. <laughs> Did someone die? Well, my cat was about to die. 
Oh, she you have a cat. on a ledge and almost like knocked over glass. <laughs> yeah, that. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do that way. Don't worry, everyone loves cats here in in this uh, on this uh, platform here. I don't Yay, think, I don't I have think anyone. Two. Oh, you have two. His name Boba. I call him Boba Fett. And the other one's name is Mochi, or I call her Mochi sometimes when she's feeling gangsta. And she has a little nub tail because she's a she's a manx, well a mixed manx. Oh. Okay. Uh, yeah, she's adorable, cute, cuddly. Sometimes I don't think she knows that she's a cat. She acts like a little teddy bear. <laughs> That's how they usually act. But one thing I, I was curious about: um, your fiance is he also a pro wrestler? Yes, he is. Okay, good. <laughs> Because, uh, you know, I was just about to say, most of the time, um, I- I've noticed that, um, people that are in the, in the business, uh, usually they'll have a relationship with someone outside of the business and it, it just, for some reason, I don't know why, I, I really don't know why, but it just doesn't go well. It always just goes bad whenever. When it's on the outside or when it's on yeah, the inside? When you, when you, when you're on the outside, um. Oh, um. I've seen, well, I haven't personally seen it because I don't know, but I've, I've heard lots of, lots of those kind of stories. Um, I, I don't know though if that's, if that's a fact or if that's just someone's opinion though. To be honest, it's just on like personal preference. I'm I, sorry. I got, my tongue is like messed up. That's the reason why it sounds so weird. It's okay. Uh, out of a mat, like I just wrestled like three days in a row traveling and I, I got home today. So I'm like, uh, but I'm, I'm cool. I, mm-hmm. it's all on personal preference, really. Like, you know, there's people that like tall people. There's people that like short people. There's people that like, you know, just, it's, it's all within their preference. And if you prefer something close to where you can, you know, be around them while you wrestle, that's your preference. Or there's some people that want to keep it separate and they, they prefer their time away from wrestling. You know, there's, mm-hmm. it's just, all upon how you feel as a person. I can and I don't see think the... there's any type of failure in anything because mm-hmm. everything's built towards success. Yeah, so. I could see the I could see the positives and the negatives of that sort of thing. It, I mean, there, there's mm-hmm. always positive and negative. It's just always, yeah. If you're gonna be negative or if you're gonna be positive, but uh, anyone can be a party pooper. I'd rather be a party starter. <laughs> <laughs> well, sure. Nobody wants to be a Debbie Downer for sure. Oh no. Um, going back to the whole miss thing, I I, yeah. I really think you should do it. I think you need to bust it out one one of these days in a match. I have. You have, and I I miss. I do. It. I actually do a bloody miss. Yeah, but I I people want to see the green miss, the the very famous. Why the green, green one? I think it's because people just um, it's the whole Japanese thing. Oh. I think people just love I, that. I I think the reason why I haven't really ventured out in the other colors yet is because I haven't really figured out the right formulas that I want to do that with because I, I've gotten my baby goat blood down really well, but as far as the poisons yet, I haven't really like dabbled in it too much, but, uh, I might be dabbling in it upcoming Supercon weekend in, uh, Miami. Ex- Maybe. Explain Maybe. that. Explain that event for us, by the way. Uh, Supercon for, oh, Supercon Florida Wrestling is a Supercon event, which is a Super Comic Con. And, uh, it's one of the biggest ones in Florida. And it's a great time. And what they do there, 
every time is they'll have wrestling shows based around some of your favorite um characters within comic books and cartoons and movies and animes and video games and it's a really good time and they don't limit it to that sometimes you they'll go deep into like you know uh game board games or memes or you know anything you can really think of and we'll have guests there sometimes we'll have people like sergeant slaughter or even hacksaw jim duggan and you know, have a great old time. I'm glad you, you brought up Sergeant Slaughter when I was about, mm, how old was I? Maybe 11 or 10, maybe? I had gone to, do you remember this event? The, um, WWF All Access. Do you remember that? Which event? For WrestleMania it was. I think it was in Anaheim that year. Oh yeah! Do you remember All Access? Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. went, I went to that and it was a great time. I actually got to see Lita wrestle with S.A. Rios. I forgot exactly. Whoa! I forgot exactly who they wrestled, but Ivory was also there. And of course, Sergeant Slaughter was there and I took a photo with him and he put his giant hands around my neck. It was, it was kind of frightening as a child. Whoa. That was a good time. Um, I'm being asked if I'm going to be taking calls. Yeah, there were a few people trying to call in, and I try to take their call, but I don't know what the hell just happened here. But if you do want to call in, that number is 760. Yeah, we'll do it. Yeah, we'll do it. <laughs> um, if anyone wants to call in, go ahead now. This is a perfect time. The number is 760-332-8947 or end of days Mike on Skype. I'm not going to be answering the 8724 number. That number, once again, is 760-332-8947 or on Skype. End of days, Mike with the letter Y in Mike and not the letter I. So, yeah, th- those are the numbers there. Um, If you want to talk to me or, or talk to the guest here, this is your time to shine. So... Speaking of, of shining, that's exactly where you are right now. You are wrestling for the promotion Shine. Mm-hmm. Uh, how long have you been there? I've been there since the beginning, actually. Um, we've been going on for a good, long couple years, and you've been there since, yeah. It's been pretty cool. They're treating you good like, out there. Uh, I think we're on Shine. We got to be on Shine forty something. Like we're in our forties now, and I was there since the very beginning. Oh, oh, by the way, oh, by the way, we have a caller here. Hello, um, Star, you are live on the air with, with us here. How's it going? Oh, pretty good. Hi, Michael. Hi, Sylvia. You're interviewing. Hi, how are you? Excellent. I not, have not been into wrestling, but no, I think I'm going to, you have a channel on YouTube that I can watch it on? Absolutely. Uh, if you actually follow my Hello. Twitter, I release Uh-oh. a lot of content on Hello? my Twitter account, and oh. it, I will, like, send it directly to you, and you can just click on the links, and it, it's awesome. <laughs> I don't think she heard us. Oh, no. Yeah, I don't think oh, she no. could hear us. Yeah. I'm not sure what, what happened here. Um, Star, are you still there? Yes, I am. Do you want me to call back? Could you, oh, no. Wait, could you, hear, could you hear our guest? I can't hear her. No. Oh, no. That's not oh, no. good. Yeah, we could hear you just fine. And you're kind of fading in and out a little bit. Oh, no, that's not good. Let me try to call back. Go ahead and call the uh, 332-8947 number. Go ahead and call that one. Okay. Okay. 
Yeah, sometimes I can hear her perfectly fine. She yeah, sounds great. I, I could hear I could hear her just just fine too. Um, yeah, go ahead and call that seven six zero three three two eighty nine forty seven uh, number. That one for sure will work, and you'll be able to hear the guest just fine. Not exactly sure why she can't hear you when she connects over Skype. That's that's not good. Uh oh. Yep, technology it, it hates us every now and then. Nothing ever, so crazy. <laughs> nothing ever works out the way you want it to, unfortunately. That's kind of the way it goes here when you're doing a live show. It's very unpredictable, and, and I'm sure it could become very unpredictable for you, too, in the ring. <laughs> well, very fun. I do like some chaos. Indeed. I, I think everyone kind of enjoys a little chaos every now and then. And by the way, that number once more is 760-332-8947. There it is. Uh, another random question I, I forgot to mention earlier was, did you ever watch the movie Beyond the Mat? Yes. What was Wait, your... movie I suggest everyone, in, if, especially if you're pursuing wrestling, to watch it. Mm-hmm, I agree. Um, that movie is kind of hard to watch. But you have to because it's wrestling. It's so sad, you though. wrestling and you want to understand it and you want to really, you know, grab a hold of all aspects of it, you're going to watch everything and anything you can of wrestling, and that's... Right. That's something, you know? The parts with Jake the Snake and his daughter were just horrible. Very hard to watch. Yeah. And actually, when I, I, when I went through um Cali area, I actually got to see a little bit of that area, and, uh you know, Beyond the Mat was filmed in parts of that area. So, that was pretty cool. Very cool. And, of course, uh, I'm sure you watched... Um, the wrestler, that movie, which was, I thought was pretty good. I thought it was entertaining. And before I, um, we go any further, the caller is back. Caller, are you alive? Hello. Hello? Can you hear me? Hi. I can hear you. Yay. Told you. Yay. Hello, how are you? You are a great interview, Sue Young. Uh, do you have your own YouTube channel? Do you have your own YouTube channel? Or can um, I, watch I actually don't have my own YouTube channel itself, but I do have a lot of promotions that release uh, the content that I wrestle on for them on the channels. And if you're looking for them, you can actually find them on my Twitter account under okay, Real Sue cool, Young. Cool. Yeah, I just I just applied for a, your uh, friended you on Twitter. So. Uh, oh, sweet! I'll, I'll follow you back, there. dude. When I was a little girl, my parents used to get together with their friends on Wednesday night for Wednesday night wrestling, and their, uh, Dick Lane was the uh, car sales sponsorship, and it, they had so much fun. I'm just this little toddler, but these <laughs> my parents and their friends would just go berserk over. <laughs> that is amazing. It, I know you have to be in damn good shape. I I would never try it. <laughs> Not at my age. <laughs> Definitely. It it takes a lot of endurance and also a lot of heart, too. Sometimes, you know, you don't have to be in the best shape that's humanly possible, but if you have a lot of heart and determination, there's nothing that can stop you from anything you want to do. I think one of the greats, Dusty Rhodes, definitely proved that point. Indeed. And he was one of the best in the world. One of the best. Um, did, I missed part of, uh, I'm sorry, I missed part of your interview earlier. I had to be out of the room for a bit. 
did you already say what got you interested in it, what got you started in wrestling, and when you really started getting big time? Uh, I, you know, we answered the first part of that question, which was my father. He watched it when I was younger, you know, just like you, actually, and I fell in love with it, and I that's what I always wanted to do, but I, I don't know about big time. <laughs> I, I'm 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 really hoping, you know, maybe one day. But if it doesn't come, I'm very grateful for everything that I've gotten. I just feel very blessed and lucky that, you know, somebody would want to talk to me about this, you know, like this is really cool that I have a caller. <laughs> well what strikes me is as you're a person who is doing what they love to do and you relate to and get along really well with people who share the sport in the same way you do. And I don't know if you see it, uh, I'm not sure how to phrase this, as hardcore competition or just mean spirited competition. I gotta win so much as let's improve each other by outdoing each other, kind of like hand up the ladder or whatever. I'm not sure <laughs> what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think uh competition-wise within wrestling, you know, there's so many different people and so many different uh styles and different ways that people go. Like, it really has to fit on what people really love to see. And I think nowadays it doesn't really matter, like, what you do or what what's going on. It matters if people want to see you. And, you know, in order to do that, you win matches or, you know, you you put on amazing matches for people that, you know, you always try and give your best to. And I think that's something that's kind of unique with certain people that make it. And I see that in the big time. They have that it factor, I guess you can say. Well, I'm going to start watching the uh, your wrestling videos. I might become a fan. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. Please do okay. some of I'm going to hop off the line and let somebody else Please call do. in. Yeah, she wrestles for... I would love that. She wrestles for... I would for, love it if you came to one of my shows. That would mean yes. the world to me. Star, she, <laughs> she wrestles for uh, an organization called Shine Wrestling. It's an all-women's wrestling organization. Cool. Yeah, you'll probably like that. I probably will. Yes, and you can find it on <laughs> flowslam.com. Great, great uh company and tons of action, tons of tons of fun stuff there. You will not be bored. <laughs> Well, I'll certainly check it out after the show. <laughs> thank you cool. so much for the support. Yeah, thanks for calling in. Oh, well, you're welcome, and thank you for having Sue on the show. And uh, it's going to be fun. <laughs> I agree. Okay. Bye-bye. Right, take care. Oh, my gosh, you're so sweet. <laughs> and there she goes. And if anyone else wants to call in, that number is 760-332-8947. Here is your time to shine. Go ahead and give us a call, and we'll talk to you here. Please do so now. Um, it's been it's been a fun interview with you here so far. Having to talk about uh, the business here with you, it's always good because uh, sure, I like talking about um, pro wrestling every now and then, but it's much better when you actually talk to someone who who actually does it. <laughs> I mean, it's different on the other side, but at the same time, you know. In the end of all, we're all still fans of wrestling, of and course. we're all human. So mm-hmm. there's no reason to treat anybody different than anybody else. Sure. And we just 
love cereal and aliens and wrestling. Cereal, <laughs> aliens, and, and pro wrestling. That could be the name of, of this episode, really. <laughs> it really could. I'm not even joking. Would, oh no! <laughs> it would go. It would go well. Um, but <laughs> speaking of of um, uh, pro wrestling, obviously, um, who exactly is your favorite wrestler, alive or dead? Oh man, that's so hard. I know it's a hard one. I I would have to say, oh man, I love. It's so hard. It's so difficult. There's so many I love. I, I'll never ever get tired of Scott Steiner. I have a soft spot for Scott Steiner in my heart. <laughs> uh, I have, I love all the cruiserweights, like Rey Mysterio, Eddie Guerrero, um, Chris Benoit. You know, there's so many to name. I, I love Sabu and RVD. I love, nice. you know, just all these different genres. And even to this day of age, I love the Young Bucks. I can never stop watching the Young Bucks and I can't stop watching, you know, Everybody at PWG from the days of the Animal Kingdom, Rick Swan, Air Force, Uha Nation, uh, obviously Ricochet, and then they have Zack Sabre Jr., they have Will Ospreay, they have, you know, Tom Yen, all these different people. And then when we go into women's wrestling, it's so many. Yes, and I love Sana, and I love watching Japanese women's wrestling over there, uh, Stardom to Ice Ribbon to Diana to you know, JWP and then got all the women promotions in America and over in the UK, Australia, Mexico, Canada. Like it's crazy. I can't really narrow it down. I understand. It's so hard. Yes. Um, (laughs) hold that thought one second. There is another caller here for you. I believe caller, you are live on the air with myself and Sue Young. What's up? Hello. This is Andrea and Sue. I am a recent, but big fan. Um, and I've been watching Hi. the shine shows and I wanted to ask you about wrestling on the bar. Wrestling on the bar? Wrestling on the bar. Oh my gosh. You, you get up on the bar and do stuff. That's crazy. <laughs> that is so wild. I, I mean, did you have fun? <laughs> well, I mean, I wanted to know. I mean, is it treacherous up there? I mean, do you get like, do you like accidentally crash into the things and it really hurts? Like the bar taps or there's like a hazard? Like what's it all about? You know? Are you like an inch away from botching at every moment? <laughs> uh, for me, like the bar signifies a lot of things. Like it, it has a deep meaning to me that not a lot of people would like see. But for the most part, I, whenever I think of, you know, having fun or doing things I love, I always, I'm a cheerser. I like to cheer like a lot. So when I think of that, I'm like, oh, let's go to the bar. Let's go cheers. And I end up cheering with fans or, you know, doing something crazy on the bar that ends up with me cheering or, you know, something along the lines of a very memorable moment with that kind of atmosphere. Because I feel like when you're with friends and when you're having fun, those are times you always remember. Oh, did I cut out? No, you're still oh, there. Oh, no, you didn't. Yeah. Okay. We're still here. So really cool. I mean, like. Does it get slippery up there? Like, is it scary? It's absolutely dangerous. So dangerous. <laughs> I, I, I don't, I can't recall how many times I've been posted in the head with PBRs, but it's amazing. Oh. But at the same time, I'm like, oh no. And then when you're standing on there, cause you already can feel when you spill a drink on a bar, it gets slippery. So imagine standing on that and then you're trying to hit somebody in the face like, without falling. <laughs> I can't remember what it was, did, but it was something like a DDT. 
Yeah, recently on the bar, a, and I was like, oh, Jamie Jameson on the bar. <laughs> so anyway, I'm, yeah. I'm getting a kind of a bad connection, so I'm gonna take off. But um, great talking to you. Thank you so much, and please come go on my shows. I would love it. I will try if I never. <laughs> oh. Well, thank you for calling. Yeah, thanks for calling thank in. Thank you. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Have a great night. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of hard to hear her a little bit there. Oh, it's okay. I uh. I, I hope I answered your question. <laughs> I, I think you did, though. I, I think everything um, worked out just just fine there. A little bit of trouble with, with the connection, but all good. All very good. And um, before we got got a stop there um, by the calls, um, we were talking a little bit about pro wrestlers you liked and admired. And, yeah, th- there's a number of great talent out there and of course there was one um particular name that I, I wanted to mention here really quickly and that was Daisy Hayes. Yeah. We we miss her I very love much. Hayes. Yeah. Um do, do you know what she's doing now by any chance is she okay? Um I'm not totally sure but I hear through the grapevines of the great whispers in wrestling that she's doing good. Um you know, she's, I, I hear, uh, she still sometimes makes wrestling gear, and she actually makes some of the best wrestling gear. Like, especially for women wrestlers, yeah, she is it. Like, her stuff is some of the best stuff you can, like, you can get. She made a lot of, like, the Ring of Honor stuff and Shimmer stuff, so. But, um, as far as, you know, to my knowledge, I hope so. I would really love it if she'd come back to wrestling somehow. Some way in some form because she was so good, amazing. Like, and not only that, she's an amazing person. That's just a phenomenal person to be around. Very cool. Yeah. Very, very nice. I'm glad that she is a good person because, you know, lots of times you hear these stories and most people aren't, um, I guess you could say they don't really turn out to be as great as we thought they were. Well, I feel like, you know, when People big enough, they're gonna find whatever they want because that's what they're looking for. If they're looking for something bad to say about somebody, they'll find it. But because everyone, no one's perfect, you know what I mean. But as far as an overall person, she's a great human being and a an amazing soul. And anytime I was around her, she always made me feel welcome, and she always made me, you know, feel like, hey, there are awesome people in wrestling. One day, I hope I'm that person to somebody else and show them another light of, you know, look, we're not all jerks. We actually all do love wrestling. And I'm sorry you went through a hard time, but you don't have to anymore. Indeed. And um, <laughs> going back to the whole wrestling on top of a bar type deal, I could imagine how hazardous that must have been for you there. I do it quite often, though. It's okay, but <laughs> it's very scary, but it's okay. It's my I'll, favorite. What about... Injuries. Are you wrestling injured like everyone else is? Mm. <laughs> I mean, if an injury happens, I guess I don't have any choice. Well, well for sure. But going into the ring, would you say you're 100%? Mm. With my bookings the way they've been lately and uh, my travel schedules, it's, it's so hard to be 100% because you're giving a lot, you know, towards what's going on around you compared to people who only do it maybe once a month or just practice or, you know, and also 
you're not really doing it on a big level scale compared to bigger named companies out there. Of course, so yeah. you're not working you're the really same schedule. Compensated the same mm-hmm. for doing more or less of you know the norm, I guess you can say. Have there been any situations that were kind, I guess you could say, kind of dangerous being in, say, a venue? Um, you alluded to being hit in the head with a beer can earlier. Have there been? Oh, absolutely. There's always mm-hmm. danger around me. Everywhere I go, when I go in wrestling, there's going to be dangerous. Danger is your middle name? Uh, for example, I had a tag match. I'm, I'm sorry. It wasn't a tag match. It was a four-way. It was me. Leva, date for Blue Pants, Jessica Havoc or Havoc off of TNA, and Sly Knight, one of the baddest bees, knees around for real. <laughs> uh-huh. I, I don't want to cuss, but she is a bad bee, and she will get you. Like, she's one of the only women that legitimately, like, there's a couple women that legitimately scare me. I will be open and honest. She scares me, but I love it. That's I so absolutely funny. love it. <laughs> And I know it's out of love. Kind of weird to say it like that, but it is. It's all right. Eventually, from this match, we all end up dispersing, getting out of the ring. Now we're all going upstairs to the balcony, and I'm getting choked over the rail on the balcony by Havoc. And her and Soraya are looking at each other, and, like, if Soraya keeps coming closer, Soraya was just about to push me. And Jessica had both her hands on me, so she's kicking behind her to Soraya. And Leva's and got Soraya now. And now Jessica has me. And I'm punching her in the face. And she just picks me up and just pushes me off the balcony. Jesus. I flip backwards in rotation. And uh I do a very dangerous moonsault. And I've never done a moonsault really like that before. And if there weren't people looking up, I could have died. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's that sounds kind of dangerous for sure. Lots of people yeah, get injured doing that. Yeah, not long after that, Leva just jumps off the balcony onto all of us. So, jeez. You know, it's just a give or take, and that's that's just a moment in shine that happens. For sure. And of course, you can't really. Well, I guess you can say you're always gonna have to expect. Um, the worst to happen in a match, I guess you can say, and go with it from there and just try to overcome any little, I guess you could say, any little um botch in the ring. Yeah, I mean, really, I feel like mistakes only happen if you believe it's a mistake. In my opinion, I think everything happens for a reason. Even the idea of you going, oh, no, hmm. it's not supposed to happen, but it happens. So what are you going to do? Yeah. Very That's true. in everyday life. Like, if your ice cream falls off the ice cream cone, what are you going to do? Me? I'm just going to eat the ice cream cone. <laughs> <laughs> That's so I'd be funny. like, oh, man. Well, at least I got the ice cream cone. <laughs> By the way, there was another question here about um, intergender wrestling. I know you were wrestling. I know you've wrestled a few guys there. Um, oh, yeah. And I'm, I'm actually going to be having uh, one of my biggest intergender matches coming up soon at uh, Pro Wrestling Revolver. Pancakes and Power Drivers versus Jake Manning, mm-hmm. Man Scout. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Would you say it's mm-hmm. easier wrestling a guy, or would you say it's easier wrestling a woman? I know that's a tough one. It depends. It depends on my mood because sometimes it's a lot easier to manipulate a man than a woman because women know the manipulation. 
And uh, at times, it's a lot easier to wish, like wrestle a woman over a man because of the power. Uh, the idea of, you know, hey, you're bigger than me and you're stronger than me, this might not be a good idea. <laughs> right. But I, I go in every match I have with a strategic plan, no matter what. Very cool. Um, do you enjoy being, I guess you could say, a face or a heel better? Um, I don't know. No real preference? There isn't. No, there's no real preference over one or the other because I, I see it equally. Like, I enjoy both, but I also dislike both. I see. Some people. I don't like, I don't like the idea of only being good or only being bad. I feel like that dynamic is very, I mean, it is very classic and it is very cool time to time, but all the time it gets very stale because Word. in real life there is no true good or true evil. Yeah. I see shades of gray. <laughs> yeah, I, I hear you. And I believe, um, I believe someone in the chat room wants me to ask you about aliens again. So. Yeah, let's do this. Going aliens back to aliens. Day. Okay, let's talk about aliens. Um, you've obviously seen all the popular alien movies. Do you ever wonder why there hasn't been any good, like, recent alien movies that have, have actually really been excellent, I guess you could say, for a better lack of a word? Yeah. It's, I do know. Well, why is that? Why do you think that is? You what, want to know my theory? What's your it? theory? Yes, I want to know. Oh, okay. All right, you guys. Everybody sit down because I'm about to tell you stories. <laughs> this is my theory on this. All right. So when I when we were growing up, right, and all the cool aliens were coming, like Men in Black, you know, Independence Day, mm -hmm. all these cool movies were coming out. We never really thought of it going, oh, this is a possibility. This was... More along the lines of like, oh, we're going to go watch this cool movie. It, it, we never really thought of it like, oh, where does this even, how did they imagine this? Like, how did, is there some sort of truth behind this maybe? Or something along those lines. And it, we don't know. And now that we think this way, like, there's a lot more people that understand the, like, the conspiracy theories and the, the, I guess you could say the, uh, idea of, a higher group that may have some sort of influence on what we're seeing. So maybe the reason why we're not seeing anything good is because they want to keep it on that education level of, hey, we're not going to show you anymore because you guys are too smart. We're going to keep you right here where we want you. That's so an interesting theory. Guessing. Sure. That's, but um, mm -hmm. we really don't know. And that's where it leads in the realm of fantasy. That way we can always revert it going, you know, maybe this is all just a big bowl of, you know, baloney and we're just making it up. Or are we? That's my theory on it. You know, there was a, a about 62 school children who saw UFO land in Zimbabwe back in the 90s. It was one of these, these uh, more popular mass sightings. And hmm. that's a lot of school children who had witnessed this thing, this encounter with, with a gray being coming from a spaceship. If you ever get a chance, look into that one day and trip out a little bit about that case. Oh, I'm just already getting goosebumps as we're talking about it. It's a pretty, it it's pretty weird. Me out. <laughs> it's a very strange case indeed. Um, I would freak out if I ever saw something like that. I don't think I want to see an alien in front of me, to be honest with you. As much as I talk about that sort of thing here on the show, 
I would freak the hell out if I ever saw one in, in actuality. I I wouldn't even know if it was or not because I don't even know what an alien really looks like. And I, I don't intend on going out seeking for one either. But I feel like, well, I mean, if it's meant to happen, it's meant to happen. If it's not, I I can be okay with it. I, I think the only thing that I would really seek out would be Bigfoot. Yeah, but, going to Bigfoot. Yeah. I don't know why. I just think Bigfoot actually is a kind-hearted soul. Like, mm-hmm. they don't know any better, you know? I think they're yeah. scared. They, they might Sad be. Thought. They might be scared. You know, one other cryptid that I'm just not behind, and I've mentioned this on the show time and time again, and that's um, the Loch Ness Monster. I, I just can't support that one anymore. I don't ride Why? with it. I, I just can't ride with it anymore. It's it's hard for me. I, I could go with the Bigfoot. I could go with UFOs. But when it comes to the Loch Ness Monster, that's when I draw the line. I think that I think that there could be something like that out there. But there could be, I sure. That I, you know, it kind of goes down with the theory of the, what is it? The, the underground bunker stuff, right? Sure. I don't think that underground bunkers are limited just to land. Uh-huh. I think there's a connection somewhere. Like, I, I don't know why I think this, but I think there's a lot more that we don't know underneath us. I think you, you might know? be right, yeah. Like, there's gotta what if be. we're actually being farmed right now? And there's actually underground, there's stuff that uses what we have. Like, I know it sounds weird, but like, why do we bury bodies? I mean, I know it's out of respect and, you know, it goes back into the land, but, like, it, like, where does it go? Because <laughs> I don't really see it back except that they grow back in the plants, but, like, is there something underground where they have, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know it sounds like a really far stretch of me using that as an example, but, like, there's, I think there's a lot more we don't know going underneath us than above us. I think above us, it's kind of like a distraction for what's really happening. Because the world's changing and the earth is changing and there's no way that us doing this on the outside is doing what it's doing on the inside. Because there's layers right. in the earth. So yes. it doesn't make sense to me because, like, you can look at your body, like, if you dirty the outside of your skin, it's on the outside. And there are things that can get inside internally. Right. Like our water system, that's an internal thing. But, like, as far as, like, the global warming thing, uh-huh. that doesn't make sense to me. Global warming, you're not for it? It doesn't. Yeah, I think within global warming, it's going to be affecting the inside. Like, when you get warm, you warm up the inside first, not the outside. Or is it the other way around? You warm up the outside to make the inside warm. I just think, um, I think a lot of people for sure, I think a lot of people for sure don't have all the answers, to be honest about. Um, to be honest about this with you, well, we all are curious, really. I I just don't think everyone (laughs) has every answer for everyone out there because we truly don't know. And yeah, I'm I'm, okay. Somebody wants. I definitely don't know. That's why I just smile. (laughs) Well, it's it's good to speculate, of course. Oh, I don't I don't think I I don't like to use the word speculate because I I don't know, but I do like to use the word fantasize because sometimes. The theories are so wild, but well, they're very, they're very romantic. Yeah, these theories are, are what I call romantic theories. Yay! Yeah, that's a good way to put it. I like that. Yeah, that, that's kind of how they come across, in my opinion. It, it sounds all sweet and everything, but who really knows, right? 
we will never know unless we are really in the know, if you know. I have to agree. That's how it usually goes. And of course, um, I, I do want to ask you if, if, um, if there are any conventions that you actually go to, like, like these other wrestlers go to and, and sign autographs, have you gone anything like that yet? Have they forced you to go to any events I, I like that? I do the comic conventions, uh, and I wrestle there, but I never really done like autograph signings and stuff. Oh, not yet. I don't. Eventually. I don't. I don't. Well, I hope eventually. I'm not sure if uh, a lot of people just come to see me at a comic con. I mean, I know some people would come to see me at a wrestling show, but I don't know if I would attract a crowd at a comic con the way I would at a wrestling show. I think I even heard some guy. Um, during one of your matches, yell out that he drove like some few hundred miles to see you wrestle. I think even a commentator yeah. brought that up. So yeah, you know, I think uh, I think somebody would definitely go out there and see you <laughs> if you were signing. If someone drove that far away to see you wrestle, imagine imagine yeah, how far. Yeah, there's people that have driven ten plus hours to see me wrestle, and I can't even like it. It blows my mind, you know, that it that wrestling's like this. This is so cool. I never thought anything would happen to me like this, and I never thought I'd be so special. I just feel very loved by everybody, so there's thank some, you guys. <laughs> there's some very hardcore fans out there, for sure. Yeah, they're amazing people, and I'm so lucky to have them all in my life. You are, yeah, for sure. Never take that for granted, that the support you get from um, the Internet wrestling community as well as um, people that don't even pay attention to the Internet. They just are casual fans of wrestling even. I'm sure there's plenty of Sometimes casuals that... They're not even fans of wrestling. They're just, they're just happy. <laughs> that too. Some people, and I, yeah. I enjoy everybody. I'm sure there's some people that go into events that didn't even know there was an event in their area, and there they are. Yeah. It's it's so wild, so cool. Like I I can't really explain it other than, you know, I'm, I just feel so grateful and so lucky for everything that I have. Definitely, and... I feel like you have created uh, an amazing buzz on the internet, and I think it really is only a matter of time before we see you um, even further in your career, even see you on television very shortly. <laughs> I I can't really uh, say anything about that because I honestly, I'm like, you guys have no idea how much that means to me, really in my heart, that you guys say stuff like that because... It really does mean a lot. I come from an area where, you know, I wasn't really meant to be anything. And I decided to pursue my dream. And getting this kind of feedback uh, really uh, makes me feel very happy and loved inside. Like, you guys really have no idea how much it means. It, it, it like, I don't even know if I'm going to really amount to anything after, you know, because you never know. You can't predict the future. You really can. But the fact that you guys believe in me like this really, really means a lot. Yeah, there's lots of people out there for sure who are behind you in this. And <laughs> like I said, I, I think it's only a matter of time before you get the opportunity. And when opportunity meets preparation, that's when you'll <laughs> find success. Well, we'll see what the future holds. But right now, just Baby the fact steps. that that was even said was very moving to my heart so thank you well you're very welcome and um like i said everyone feels the same way i think everyone kind of yeah, they're all very sweet i think everyone kind of <laughs> sees that that star quality in you 
Well, that's very kind of you guys. <laughs> for sure, for sure. I um, really, really, really appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> no doubt. And we are coming to a close in the interview with you here. I don't want to take up too much of your time. And um I do want to leave you with some final words. I do want you to to address your your fans or people that just stumble across this. Um if if you can go ahead and sell them on yourself if you if you can there. Um hey guys, my name is Sue Young. Um I'm a professional wrestler and I hope one day you guys can check me out and you know, there's not really much I can say to persuade you to love me, but I hope one day you can come to one of my wrestling shows and support me at least one time and see, let me show you what I can do with my heart. And this is all I've ever wanted to do. And if you want to catch me with my journey, you can follow me on Real Sue Young on Twitter and also my fan page on Facebook, Real Sue Young, R-E-A-L-S-U-Y-U-N-G. And if you want to write me a letter or anything along those lines, you can email me. And these include bookings and, you know, anybody that just wants to reach out. R-E-A-L-S-U-Y-U-N-G at Yahoo.com. The chat room loves you, by the way. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love them, too. I don't know what's going on, but it sounds real cool. <laughs> That's funny. But, yeah, they support you now. You have new followers now. Oh, my goodness. Thank you, guys. Perhaps they'll go and watch you wrestle eventually. Yeah, and, you know, anything, any, like, the fact that you guys are even applying just means so much to me. And if you guys come out to your show, we'll definitely have a good time and party. Very cool. Undead style. <laughs> very, very cool. I think everyone would definitely appreciate that. And I think everyone loved what you just said now, so... I, I do want to thank you once again for appearing on End of Days, the Michael Deacon program. It was a great time talking to you, and I'm sure we'll do it again in the future. Oh, definitely. Thank you guys for having me, and thank you so much for the support and love. This made my night. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you for being here, and we'll touch base in the near future. For sure. Have a great night, guys. All right. Good night. Take care. God bless. Bye. Bye-bye. And that was Sue Young. Great guest there, right? Whoa, didn't mean to hit the microphone there. Excuse me. That was unusual behavior. Hitting the microphone with my foot there, how dare I? Now let me remind you, you can go back to endofdaysradio.org. That's to check out any previous show that you might have missed. The show completely depends on its listeners. That means you out there. I truly depend on all of you out there to spread the word. Tell a friend and share this show. Of course, you can look me up on Twitter there, at Michael Deacon. Go to endofdaysradio.org for all information. Of course, my email is up there, and please feel free to send in those funny impersonations of myself, or guests, or listeners even. If you want to make fun of them or myself, please feel free to do so. I'll play that up. I'll play it here. It's a great time. Any comments or concerns please feel free to email me there on the website and I'll address it eventually. It's been a great time here. I had fun. I hope all of you out there had fun. And of course, I'll be back on Saturday night with James Gesso and Gary the Mad Martian. Oh my goodness. What's going to happen? I have no clue, but I'm sure it's going to be a hellacious show just like tonight was. So stay tuned, folks. 
And with that said, the world is a mysterious place, and life itself is a mystery. Until next time, good night, everybody. Sherry. She's writing in the cordage car now. I'm not that way. I'm a Christian. Oh, my. I could tell that all the mainstream media outlets were giving me like bullshit. Like, if you can just see it, it's clear. <laughs> How appropriate. I wish I could be in that ring with what the fuck are you going to be smoking about midnight? That's what I want. Just for what it's worth, I want to put in my two cents to tell you both that you have one of the most incredibly well-rounded shows. Introducing the greatest tag team on the radio. Guess what, motherfucker? Successfully, victory.